Another approach, stroboscopic photography, relied on short light flashes to capture events occurring on much shorter timescales than is possible with mechanical shutters. The flashes make an object moving in the dark momentarily visible to a detector such as an observer's eye or a photographic plate. In the mid-twentieth century, Harold Edgerton of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology greatly advanced stroboscopic photography by developing electronics that could produce reliable, repetitive microsecond flashes of light. The falling cat experiment requires shutter times or stroboscopic flashes short enough for the photographs to show the animal clearly despite its motion. Suppose the cat has righted itself half a second after being released. At that instant, the cat will be falling at five meters per second. So, by using one millisecond flashes, we will ensure that the cat falls no more than five millimeters during each exposure, so that the image of the cat will be only slightly blurred by its motion. To slice the acrobatics into ten snapshots, the photographs must be taken every fifty milliseconds. If we wish to observe the behavior of a molecule instead of a feline, how fast must our stroboscopic flashes be? Many changes in molecular or material structure involve atoms moving a few angstroms. One angstrom equals ten to the negative tenth meter. To map out such motion requires a spatial resolution of less than one angstrom. Atoms often move at speeds of about one kilometer per second in these transformations, requiring stroboscopic flashes no longer than ten femtoseconds to observe them with better than point one angstrom definition. As long ago as the 1980s, researchers used femtosecond laser pulses to time chemical processes involving moving atoms. But without imaging the positions of the atoms in space, the wavelength of the light is hundreds of times longer than the spacing between atoms and molecules or materials. Accelerated electrons have long produced images at atomic scales, as in electron microscopes, but only with targets fixed in place and imaged over time intervals of milliseconds or longer, being limited by the speed of the camera. The atom-scale movies we sought thus required the spatial resolution of an electron microscope, but with femtosecond electron pulses to illuminate the targets. The illuminating packets of electrons are called probe pulses. Another issue is clocking of the motion, having a well-defined instant in time when the motion begins. We will not get useful images if all the probe pulses take snapshots before the motion starts or after it finishes. In photographing the cat, the recording begins when the cat is released. For ultra-fast recording, a femtosecond initiation pulse called the clocking pulse launches the material or the process to be studied. Even with probing and clocking under control, the issue of synchronization remains. Here, the typical ultra-fast experiment drastically departs from the cat analogy. Murray could complete his experiment by dropping one cat once if everything went according to plan, and it did not matter much if the series of exposures began, say, five, ten, or seventeen milliseconds after the cat's release. Ultra-fast microscopy, however, may probe millions of atoms or molecules for each clocking pulse, or may build up images by repeating an experiment thousands of times. Imagine if Murray had been restricted to capturing only a narrow vertical strip of the field of view with each cat drop. To build up the series of full snapshots of the falling cat, he would have had to repeat the experiment many times, 
recording along a slightly different vertical strip each time. For the various strips to combine sensibly and to form a meaningful whole image, he would need to prepare the cat in the same starting configuration for each drop and carefully synchronize the release with the shutter openings in the same way each time. The technique would also rely on the cat moving in the same fashion every time. I suspect molecules are more reliable than cats in that respect. The starting configurations must be accurate to a small fraction of the cat's size, and the time synchronization must be accurate to less than the shutter durations. Similarly, in ultra-fast imaging of atoms or molecules, the launch configuration must be defined to sub-angstrom resolution, and the relative timing of clocking and probe pulses must be of femtosecond precision. The timing of probe pulses relative to the clocking is accomplished by sending either of these pulses along a path with an adjustable length.